0: Hell Let Loose breaks into the top 10 worldwide. We get information about barbed wire. We get a little bit of going into the competitive scene. And we got none other than C-Dub and Heidinger here to help us with that. So this is episode three of Hell Let's Talk. And back in the seat, we have Digi Shadow. Digi, welcome back.
1: It's good to be back, man. I, I honestly, it's I, I missed this. I was away for a bit, um, but I'm 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 here. I'm happy. It's life's been good again.
0: So, yeah, and uh, Dash back. Dash Thirty did a great job hosting for it you. Did an
1: excellent job. Honestly, so. I gotta give it out to my fellow Canadian. I think he rocked that <laughs> quite well, and I was I was just sad. I, I didn't get to have a good old chat with Bill, but I think uh, all in all, that show went great. It
0: so went really great. See. So I'm going to go ahead and give a cheers, as we normally do, to Dash and the rest of the production team. We made sure to highlight them in a segment today. Cheers, guys.
2: Yeah, boy. Cheers. Great. To have-
0: so uh, we got a lot, a lot to talk about. So normally, uh, Digi and I kind of banter, but let's just go ahead and And dive right into uh, if you guys saw the uh, all the news on Reddit and you probably if you need to see Reddit, uh, the uh, amount of Asian names and Asian players that came across all servers. I mean, it just skyrocketed and what this actually
1: whole way up you know it's it it's not just on oceanic asian uh servers with you know the pings that you think they'd be checking it's just where again it's the same story people jump where the servers at that 90 people 80 people limit that's the one they're joining right so yeah but the question influx everywhere
0: the question was much kind of like a red Dot moment. And if you don't know Red Dawn, a uh, uh, great movie, uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably actually clip something into it right at this moment. And it went on until the young son of the Khan asked his father that the last creature alive. Yeah, I'm Filipino, man. Oh, no. So what? Uh...
2: Mm. You know who it is? Yeah. It's a boy G. Ten years ago, MC Jin told me I gotta learn Chinese, so this is what I came up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did learn Chinese. Huh? I did learn Chinese. Boys. I did learn Chinese. When you're Hong Kong, you gotta speak Chinese. Boys. I did learn Chinese. No one Chinese. Boys. I did learn Chinese. <laughs> Born and raised in Hong Kong uh but
0: (laughs) anyway uh, (laughs) i was gonna say a little tease a little (laughs) yeah that's why you gotta catch the youtube version of this not just the live show so anyway uh the uh if you're wondering why now out of all the times you know we went through the christmas season it's not a free player weekend why now well it's really this video that we have up here on the uh, screen uh this player named sura on uh billy billy i'm probably pronouncing that wrong but it's kind of like a Billy Billy. It's kind of like the Chinese version of YouTube, but more specific Mm -hmm. to just like gaming, animation, kind of that that hobby type of deal. Um, Anyway, this player gets in and we've got to kind of cut out here, gets in the teams goes down and he gets into the commanding seat. And uh, with, you know, multi-language, he leads the team. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start this video
1: flawlessly. I got to say I get big props to this guy, but uh, let's let's watch it.
0: Charlie, squad Charlie, can you hear me? Squad Charlie. And here's things I like about this. He's calling out specific actions. Oh, don't mind the text
1: flying across the chat. That <laughs> threw me when I first <laughs> saw it. <laughs> yeah, it's that is like stream chatter going through. And I was told you could turn it off, but I don't speak uh, Mandarin, so I couldn't find the button.
0: Yep, but here's what i like about this video he's actually kind of going through his thought process and i you know i don't speak fluent mandarin Uh, i don't speak any mandarin let's just be honest uh but when he uh talks in english during the video you can hear a specific squad charlie squad k i need you to move over to here and i think that's a lot what commanders are missing nowadays is just the general call outs of i need someone to defend I need somebody to do this Sura here actually calls out uh, specific and I want you to move here here, I want you to do this you need to be doing this and he winds up turning the tide of this battle
1: Inconcise, and and that that is just again everything you can ask for in that commander seat is say Uh, what you want and you know call out a squad I mean if it makes best sense for this squad because it's close you should be going Indeed, it, uh, I think he did a really good job with this, uh,
0: so and I, I think we have really all
1: the really uh, the video edits really highlight his thinking well. Yeah, uh, I think that was good post production, and I think part.
0: we've all had those games where you go down, you know, down to the last cap or something of that nature, and then you come back. I mean, they, he didn't just you know win the game; he brought them back to a five-zero victory in pretty short order. Um, mm. and I I think you know he I actually translated this as the description on his video. In the oh, yeah, Battle of Hurricane Forest, an ordinary, ordinary Chinese player, Sir, was forced to temporarily take over as the commander, commanding a bloody battle with a group of Asian troops, troops who have language barriers and disharmony. Uh, you know, uh, Thank you, Google Translate, for that one. Uh, but uh, first off, any guy that's going to get into the commander role and take the abuse, but more importantly, give clear, concise directions, I'm all for um i think if you if there's a language barrier don't automatically assume there's one this guy spoke uh, fluent english was able to move forward and uh frankly and just i'm going to get a little bit on my soapbox here one of the reasons why i love this game we do this show is because of the community i want the community to kind of view this as like a free player weekend hey yeah there's going to be some frustrating moments there's going to be guys you know that don't necessarily play the game the way you want to play or way it should be played Uh, But by no means should we be shunning new players coming in from different parts of the world and as we get to different uh, later on the show talking about the competitive scene. This is a worldwide game uh, and I really hope the player base uh, comes to these new players with the right mentality. Uh, and ex- accepts them
1: it shows this community has always been a uniting force like let's teach let's learn from each other and let's go from there i think it, you know it gets traction right this one video has got over about six million views right now that's Thousands of new players coming into Hell at Loose to see what it's all about, and you know you're going to have the disruptors, but you're going to have the people that really want to play the game and learn what it's all about, and that's that's what we're here for, right? We're, we're going to build this out extensively, and who knows, maybe you know it's like the free player weekend, as you were saying. A month later, people that want to be tr- r- troublemakers they're going to be gone, and then it's just back to you know the people that want to be there are going to be there.
0: Indeed, indeed, but uh, it, it, it kind of sees it. What this did bring uh is it shot ste- uh, on the steam charts shot us up to number 10 uh worldwide sales which i think is great for team 17 mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's going to get a little bit of injection on there i think it might show some market there's going to be some drop off uh it'll be interesting to see where we are on steam charts uh 30 days from now. who who does this have the staying power but uh by all means you're going to see this in your games if you haven't already uh let's make sure we embrace this with the right type of mentality that this community has so with that said uh you know that wasn't the only news that came uh since our last show uh the developers brought out uh barbed wire here and actually came with Jenna a nice little video 110 dun, 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 dun. uh so you know they they, they said uh, the, one of the big things about this brief was barbed wire and it came with the video and i got it playing right now here on the screen uh the major components of it uh did you want to kind of talk about what they're proposing here
1: Yeah, so the barbed wire deployable by an engineer. There's really no current changes to the environmental barbed wire, the default barbed wire, but player-made barbed wire is going to cause both noise and it's going to slow down the player and ultimately can, like, hold them up as you would think. I mean, in real life, everybody has the picture of barbed wire maybe killing a person. Not not the intention of barbed wire. It actually was just meant to be that barrier, string people up, and then they got shot, right? And that's what they're going for with with this new uh, update to the barbed wire player made. Your defensible bunkers now are going to be a lot more improved. Uh, I'm thinking of maps uh, where you can cut off a a total opening just with barbed wire and you got an MG, just plant him behind a wall, boom, he's in his happy place. I think they did a, a pretty good update with the barbed wire I'm glad that it's got addressed, but I'd like to see those changes come into the map default barbed wire as well Let's not uh, kind of pick and choose our physics um, as it was But uh, all in all, I think it's a great update to something that you could just turbo yeet over any existing barbed wire And you you, you wouldn't even think of it as much more than just something you have to hop over But now it actually has an impact but See, I, so I would put that at worth, worth, worth the time they spent on this.
0: Yeah, and I'd, actually I might be a little bit in the minority oh, no. here as some of my views uh, are on this show. I don't mind that environmental barbed wire single strand that's just kind of strewn about the battle doesn't have the same effect, you know. Uh, I think if it's a player deployed, it should definitely have a stronger advantage. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of the community that wanted some type of bleed effect or something of this nature. I know in our Discord, Uh, there was a talk about, like, well, how realistic can you jump over barbed wire? Or, you know, oh, yeah. does it just rip a pant? Does it cut something? I mean, does, does it give you, ten, you know, some uh, tetanus I, I, shot? I put
1: I put it to a, uh, you know, a band-aid, not
0: a bandage um, situation. I think, yeah, you're just
1: ripping your pants and, you know, you might, you know, cut your leg up a little bit. But uh, ultimately, if, you, if a gunshot is curable with a bandage, just wrapping something around your arm, I, I wouldn't go to the full extent of just barbed wire uh, necessarily facilitating a bandage. Um, yeah. I can see that becoming very problematic.
0: Too folks if get you get us if you get hit the chest with like a sucking oh, chest wound yeah. for rage you know like oh my lungs <laughs> are collapsed a, a wrap, you know wrap my arm we'll be good you know yeah. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> it's barbwire, a- i think put that on the minor scale you guys are like the
1: tough henry's in, uh you know player model so i it, it really i don't think you're gonna see the need for bandage uh, with this update Noting this does fall under those buildables um, that came with all the bunkers and all the, you know, defenses you can build. They are destroyable with the satchel charges, obviously. And uh, well played already has also been written in. So I don't know if that means a direct hit on the single strand or, you know, it's a proximity effect. But again, it it can be destroyed as as quickly as it can be built.
0: Well, and I think more more and more players, obviously, satchel charges uh, has just become the default weapon for just any strong point I, I i think more and more the community is realizing that the church on saint mayor don't go into it throw a satchel charge on the outside oh, walk you away
1: <laughs> yeah I, I honestly that's has been, been one of my favorite things is just to set that that satchel charge up and you know, just just wait yeah so satchel <laughs> charge quickly.
0: yeah so satchel charges will take this out and then as you mm. said well-placed artillery i think that phrase is going to really uh, kind of uh, determine whether this is going to have an impact on the game because yeah, if it's easily. Phrase,
1: yeah. And that phrase alone just encourages that they, they're not going to shift the, or alter the arty as it currently stands. That's also what that tells me. If they're still yep. encouraging you to use artillery, that, that component is still going to be kind of fixed at where it is right now too. just kind of that underlying message with uh, you know, writing it in, yeah. why, why would you change it, right? I know there's been chatter about mortars, teams and all that, but for the foreseeable future, artillery is still a very crucial piece. And, good- I, agree. Uh,
0: and I don't think this is gonna be like this, oh my god, defense is gonna be so much more balanced. You throw this into a strong point, it's, I think it is going to be taken about artillery. What I can see this leading to is more funnels being created, maybe around in cities, around buildings, things of this nature, funneling to those kill boxes. Um, I, I, ultimately, on, I think on warfare, you're not going to see it too much, just like uh, defenses on warfare. I, I mean, we kind of talk, are they helping us or hurting us more? Because if we lose a point, all of a sudden we got to go back and fight through our own defenses. Um, I think in offense, we're going to see a bigger impact from this.
1: Now, I don't know if there was any updates, but I guess it'll have to come with the tanks. But uh, if they did alter the barbed wire, uh, if you could still not drive through them, that was no discussion there. But hopefully that'll be upcoming changes, too, because oh, many times, uh, you know, you just build the barbed wire across the road and just shut it down. Yeah,
0: you you said (laughs) tanks. We got this later here. Uh, Tankers, Mm. man. I, I just no love, no love for you from the developers. No. I feel for you. I'm not really a big tanker myself, but uh, I, I uh, I feel for you guys. It's it's coming, I'm, uh, it's got to be coming. So, anyway, that was Barbed Wire. Uh, we'll, we'll see how the impact happens. I think the majority of the community is kind of like, eh, okay, uh, we'll see how it goes, but uh, it's, it's a
1: little positive change. It uh, is. Uh, <laughs>
0: And, and, and talking kind of a little positive change, uh, the other thing that kind of brought to us was achievements and why they're mm-hmm. now, I'm going to use air quotes here, live as in you can see them on Steam and you have achieved some of them for your rank. They're actually not live as far as being earned for these uh, different achievements. But just looking at them, I know our production team uh, went through them. I got everybody's favorites listed here on the screen. Uh, some of these are going to be pretty fun, I think, to get. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah, they definitely had a lot of fun uh picking and choosing the names and I guess the, what they were looking for, you know, what they're going to key in on the information that they're going to collect in the future too. So it was really kind of exciting to get a little background of where their mindset is um, with a game development and what the tracking metrics will be. So it'll be really fascinating to see once it actually goes live. But uh, I think the sneak peek, um, you know, my favorite was can I get another tiger and after <laughs> playing commander for hundreds of hours at this point, uh, I've, you know, <laughs> go build me a fuel node if you want to tank. Right? So I think they, they, they took the humor out of, you know, like, you know, the, the common discussion um com- most time we're having a command and we're just nodes build nodes build nodes uh, and you still get that guy that you know doesn't doesn't check the the map uh, resource amount and he's can i get a tank <laughs> it's no yeah. we're at zero for the last 10 minutes <laughs> so you know uh in your favorite was the uh, uh Praise the pra- Lord,
0: and, and and this this comes. I think anybody that's played the Fallout series just has a little bit of the song stuck in their head. You know, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. I was gonna get a sound clip on here, but uh, I just wanted to sing that through my voice. You know, my yeah, uh, it was quite lovely. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so you got you got to praise the Lord, pass the ammunition, drop five hundred ammo boxes. This just might be enough encouragement for me to play rifleman more than <laughs> like the. the I, I was gonna say I might, I might try to go for it. Jungo, uh, Jungo, Jungo, who does all our graphics for us down there in Australia, uh, stocking up, drop uh, 10,000 supplies. Uh, I, I know ac Dub. C-Dubb, we'll get everyone here later on, uh, another great commander in this game, him and me go back on, uh, you know, the supply drop. Is it worth the 15 ammunition? Is it not worth it uh, on to use on cooldown? Obviously, it has its place, but uh, I was going to say. If something somebody, if somebody's going for a stream or for our achievements, a hundred percent completion, you are gonna see just a battlefield littered with supply drops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean I think they've got this game in long
1: haul with Maury's favorite there, General of the Army, reach career level 500. Now I, I haven't seen the background talks with the level 200s currently, but I guess that should be still be updating through so I'm curious to see where if you're going to be achievement checking just to see when they do that next drop on the level cap when that'll get raised or if they'll eventually just do the full raise to 500 currently now now that they've got it stated that ultimately 500 is going to be the set goal um yeah but we're talking well, thousands more hours and a lot more bunkers being created uh yeah that's that's going to be the long
0: grind to get there well, I, and I, I,
1: I can think of a few names that
0: are probably at 250
1: but yeah so uh, that's still a long time coming to 500
0: well i think what you're gonna see is hey guys i need the commendation you're level 200 no 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 <laughs> i'm trying to be the first of 500 just com- yeah. commend me commend me i, ne- I want to get that boost uh dash 30 got uh you know the uh my name is Genghis khan uh kill 100 players without dying AK, that artillery achievement. play art that's gotta, yeah. play that's artillery
1: artillery that's gonna yeah. be artillery on that you, one if, uh,
0: that's- if, yeah if you think that's a hard one just like it like did said just play artillery go to purple heart lane get west oh, bend God. on foy just hit that forest it's any, it's any map
1: with shoots yeah get artillery and uh you can you can knock
0: that out in a game no problem indeed um, uh t- make sure you're using those calculators, folks. Indeed, uh, WTH uh, Pete here in chat. I actually I, I love this comment uh, he just put up here. Uh, first, uh, Euro Truck Simulator, uh, now Prison Architect. What's a little <laughs> you know? What game are we going to be playing next? You know, uh, I, I kind of you can say we've been playing Lemmings for the longest time. If you look at the blueberries that just charge into points, but uh, no, I, I I think I think uh, and let's kind of just take it as sort of as what this is and achievements. Uh, I think there's a little bit more to kind of uh, you know the secondary effects of these. Uh, obviously, anything that encourages more resource nodes, more of these kind of non fun activities. Notice there wasn't a garrison achievement. It was like build one garrison. There's not like build a thousand garrisons.
1: You know, and that that I think in itself uh, should be an, a, one of the achievements if we yep. if were to ask for one. I think. Build 500 garrisons, <laughs> build a thousand garrisons, call oh, yeah. what you want and call it, you know, logistics or the quartermaster, whatever need need be for the name. I'm sure we there's more people that are cleverer than I am, but I think garrisons, uh, you know, as part of the game, it's one of the most important, and I think it should be recognized as its own achievement. Yeah, um, as, much as, build one.
0: <laughs> as much as I would love to see 500 ammunition boxes strung across the battlefield, I'd much rather see 500 garrisons. Um, but you know, it, it's going to encourage that. Now, here's here's the thing that actually is kind of a little concerning to me about these is this means that there is game to game player tracking of stats, which mm-hmm. means we're one API or application interface. Uh, I had, had to, to look, look it, that up yesterday. I knew what, <laughs> what an API <laughs> Do was. Do you know what
1: that means? Do you know what that means? And
0: I, he's like, "Hold on, <laughs> hold on." I, I know what an API is because it just like the acronym becomes the term. I was like, "I don't." So I actually application interface. Uh, to where you can have outside the game player tracking, therefore outside the game player rankings. So if all of a sudden someone's saying, "Okay, you have you know so and so has the highest kill death ratio, so and so has the highest win rate in this class in this map," this things going like to suddenly what I think you're going to wind up doing, and this is, comes from a place when I used to play World of Tanks. So um, and I think I'm a little predisposed to the horrors of player ranking in that game is that all of a sudden clans will start to use that to recruit right, wrong or indifferent. I think it would, it's just going to happen. Um, and then I think you're gonna get this kind of stratification between high tier clans, mid tier and low tier. You can kind of say, and we'll get into this competitive that maybe we're already there at a certain degree, but it's not like finalized, you know, it's not like, Oh, if you're at this XVM rating or win eight, if you come from the world of tank background, you can apply for this clan. Um, I really hope it doesn't get to that point because I think that actually winds up pitting the community against the community where right now it's a match versus a match, 50 players, just get the best 50 players. Maybe the guy isn't the best shooter, but damn, he could drive a supply truck all around. You know, that's, I, I, I'm a little cautious of that. And uh, it'll be interesting to see the way this plays out in three, six, nine months. So, you
1: know, one of the recent uh, things I'd like to bring up is I'm seeing a little more in the community servers is these, uh, veteran servers that are popping up and it's kind of been interesting to see i wonder if that'll be a metric they can actually implement into the community archon where you can set a cap limit to enter into a particular server because right now it's just been admin based to vote kick people out and remove the people that don't meet that threshold but that would be an interesting dynamic if they actually could make a server where you could set an enter limit and then you could have you know a set side here for these more veteran players that just want to play the 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 intensive matches or you could build it down to wherever you want to be right and let's and maybe have the flexibility for different roles too right because they did do that commander upgrade uh for a certain level
0: cap and i believe that was a 25 yeah i think that was about right but let's let's be fair just because you're level 100 150 200 doesn't mean doesn't mean that you're the best it means that you've played the game a lot like staying alive in this game will get you points either offense or defensive points so if you just play enough you'll get to that rank uh what if it goes into actual uh, skill-based rankings i think it's going to change it to where hey 200 yeah you're 200 but you got a 40 percent, you know win rate you're not mm-hmm. actually doing things to help your team um I, like i said don't know if it's going that way but i'm uh hesitantly looking at that and cautious if it goes to that way but uh anyway mm-hmm. there there was a lot of news uh that came out i know digi we were talking about like dude we just got so much to talk to talk about uh,
1: this yeah honestly there's so much that came in the last two weeks that yeah. it, it, this is this is part one of yeah. uh the, you know everything <laughs> we've received in the last two weeks we're gonna definitely have a deep dive coming back to it in the next show yeah
0: things that we're not going to talk about i want to just at least highlight uh voice over mm-hmm. ip issues uh sorry uh they're still working on it uh they've acknowledged it twice over the their last 3 uh, developer communications voice over ip i think is bad and frankly getting worse
1: it's bad it's worse it's it's back you know that's the thing it's <laughs> it's been an ongoing issue uh, you know hopefully we get some straightened out answers coming soon um but that is the that's a killer in any pub comp you know anything any play style you're at if you can't talk to your squads you can't direct you can't organize it's just everything kind of crumbles so you don't get to make VoIP, videos like sura did yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so voip is uh is a essential part of this game so hopefully that comes back and yep. starts working again we'll just have to wait for those updates to come
0: mg34 uh, got a, a, a teased MG34. and officially teased and confirmed yeah, uh, it
1: wasn't much of a, you know, like, a, hey, what is this? Cause I think people had that solved in the first five minutes. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it'll be a nice improvement, and that could be the comparison they see for the Germans against the Allies Bar gun. Um, you can see a slower rate of fire, um, and it could be on the same level as the Bar from the U.S., so we'll, yep. we'll see after that how that plays out once it gets dropped.
0: Weapon visuals, uh, upgrades mm-hmm. going like from wood, metal being a common base across all weapons, this is each weapon having its own model. It's promises, some optimization, uh, which I think Uh is an underlining cry that every community has done. Is this going to be the key that unlocks utopia for optimization for low end computers? Uh, I don't think so. But, hey, every little bit that gets us there is good. So I'm I'm glad they're they're looking Uh back and uh, uh, figuring that out making those refinements
1: as they see it and, uh, and that just goes into the long run game you know when you work out those kinks early on on just the weapon optimizations that they're working through the models like that's just fantastic
0: Ended. going into the future indeed uh the, the last thing that uh, we just we just don't have time for uh is uh takers you're still getting screwed uh they, yeah. They look,
1: they, <laughs> yeah it's always been the short stick uh you know we'll have to see when that update gets dropped but it, it yeah. is a very much needed update um for the tank situation we've well, got well
0: they, they go the weapon zeroing there's a little line in there hey weapon zeroing we know is kind of janky right now we're gonna get mm-hmm. taking it back to I, the you know i was taking pre- it last night I,
1: saw, I was shooting my coaxial gun and it was going <laughs> across diagonally on my screen i said what's going on i i you know i was i was hitting people with the tracer in the dome and and not, they're just standing up fine shooting the mg right back at me so there's there's significant issues um for tanks just in a lot of different departments with the armor so it's it's, it's, it's janky it's janky janky uh, and put a word to and, it and, yeah and,
0: and, and they go and then i love this one like hey while we were testing this we also found out that takes but there's this other thing where bullets don't register which i think the taking community is like yes we've been telling you forever <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly make things so they make sense please like uh you know a tank hit, hit here should be the same impact every time you hit the same spot you know make that consistent across the board but indeed again for future topic and hopefully that comes soon tanks we're, indeed we're we're calling it out for you guys <laughs>
0: So, uh, the, uh, so that, that's that, um, that's pretty much all the news. The, the second half of the show, I know this, this is a show that we've wanted to have for a while and the timing, oh, just time worked, coming. yep. Timing just worked out perfectly for it was to get into the competitive scene, uh, and talk about the competitive scene. So to, uh, bring us in, uh, if there's one guy that the community knows about the competitive scene, it's C uh, C-dub. So, uh, C-Dub, there's the man, the myth, and the legend. Welcome to uh, Hell let Talk. Old man
1: C-Dub, welcome
0: to Hell Let's Talk. Hello. And so, uh, C-Dub, uh, before we get into the winter seasonal, which I know our previous guest, uh, Wild Bill, uh, did a great video, great kind of uh, talking about it. Uh, I, I do like the line, he wants a little bit of a rivalry coming to it and everything. <laughs> I think a lot of players are actually somewhat surprised that this small game actually has kind of an organized side between the clans um do you want to kind of give us a little bit of history of how the competitive or organized uh scene has been uh in this game since it uh, started um well
2: i started playing in like competitive 50 v 50s since november of 2019 and really it's really all the competitive matches are is just like uh clans communities that regularly play together um They want to play in more of an organized setting they want to play with their friends that they consistently play with against other people so they set up matches with other teams usually on weekends um you know usually put in a little bit of planning and stuff where you don't necessarily get some of that prep uh that goes into pubs um and then you know they uh schedule and play a match Uh, i know there is you know a couple matches that were happening in early like uh, november uh September like twenty nineteen, but it really started to pick up uh in January. There was like a winter tournament. Yep. Um with a lot of EU teams. Um and then I know early spring, like uh April, March of 2020, uh comp was pretty uh big, like so many teams are playing and stuff. Um and uh yeah now uh WTH put together the fall well, uh- seasonal
0: yeah, but so we, what was it? We had the fall seasonal, and then we also had a couple different formats yeah. in there too, right? You've had the fifty v fifty, which is a lot of clans organized. Uh, I know mm-hmm. the Hell Let's talk, or sorry. The training, camp. Hell,
1: the training camp put on their invitational 18 v 18 one sector one you know one mission yeah. one goal that was a lot of fun uh there's been so many new competitive formats coming out i mean i think i played a one life game a couple months back <laughs> so the you know the, the the possibilities are limitless um with this but this this really kind of organizes through for this seasonal that's upcoming is is the big one
2: Indeed. i also want to give a quick shout out to 23rd they host uh like an actual league german league and then they also host uh a similar international format mm-hmm. um so that's another one out there that uh got to give uh highlight to
0: Indeed.
1: hey Dub, you are the master and the keeper of the community sheet how many how many communities are we up to these days like what do you what, what's the number at now
0: put them on the spot give me five seconds <laughs> yeah <laughs> pull it up quick yeah. And this sheet that uh, didn't Digi think I'd ask too, these questions. Yeah, this sheet that Digi's referenced to. At the end of the show, we're actually going to talk a little bit about how to get involved, and this sheet's going to be made available in the show notes for all to use. But C Dub, what's the number?
2: Seventy-five. I have listed on my
1: seventy-five sheet. communities. Wow, that's that's amazing for a game still in alpha lo- release. Uh, you know, I yeah. think it, would you say it's been kind of upticking in the last couple months with more communities coming about, or has it just been fairly stagnant? Like, where do you put that? base at right now like is it going up is it going stable where do you think it's
2: it's hard to say because it's uh are they a new community that's jumping into comp like uh or have they been doing this and i just didn't know right so it's it's kind of like hard to say whether it's just i know about them or
0: whatnot yeah Yeah. so so let's get into for those that are kind of maybe like hey i've never been in a competitive game or you know i'm i'm uh, i'm liking this more uh what is different and what's the same between a competitive match and a uh, standard match and digi mm-hmm. cdub uh, we are all been involved uh Dub, what's the, the first thing that stands out to you about what's the same between a competitive and a public game
2: it's the same game right like uh your win conditions are the same you you still need to hold more points um all of the rules and stuff are the same uh, for the most part, like uh, the players are still playing in the same uh, like it's the same people, right? Like uh, most of my time is played in pubs, so it's not like uh, some magical split of two magical different groups, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, we I know we talked about this. I mean, the game that you're going to see on these YouTube clips, uh, maybe being broadcasted, uh, you know, reruns of that nature is the same apps that everybody is going to be able to play. So if you see something that you like, you can definitely try to emulate on your public matches Uh digi. what stands out to you as something that's the biggest difference between public oh, games. oh and- boy biggest
1: difference eh? um well i mean it's we could talk latest meta with the whole uh get the truck up to the line get a garrison down pronto as yeah. i swear i think every third public match if i'm not doing it or somebody i know who's capable is doing it you get that new commander in that seat and not doing it um yeah it, it would have to be getting garrisons up at the line immediately so you can launch that assault on the mid cap because as we all know mid cap is that is where the game's currently at you need to get there first you need to get their
0: cap first Um, resources generated
1: i'd say that's the biggest driver right now in the current situation as it stands is uh time time to cap on the mid um I, I think that's the biggest difference you'll see in pub matches versus competitive matches where everything's been worked down to the wire and this is the route i follow and you know this is the guy taking the trucks and you know the, the organization off the hop is the most important um in this current setup for the game so i think uh you're going to see front end organization being the big difference between the two Yeah, I can,
0: de- I can definitely e- echo that i mean the first three minutes of the match is going to set the tone for the next you know half of it at least
1: oh god and, uh, and you know and, and you got good arty that might blow up that truck uh, you know again you might not get that in the pub match like you could be the guy that drops that garrison and you just you get their scot free and the other squad other side might not even have that thought and they're all still running like pre-update eight you know, like it's yeah. again you're gonna see the differences in the play is just knowing what to do in the first 10 minutes that yeah. is just the most crucial thing see Dev, well, the what, other what,
2: what? thing go ahead yeah i just wanted to like add on the the other part of it is in a pub game you can expect that both teams are going to make a ton of mistakes and do a ton of Mm -hmm. things that make you just go what the and write your hands just like oh my gosh yeah Um, yeah, i
1: I think i was checking the chat earlier they're asking where your gray hair is Dubs. i I think you know i think you know better than most uh, you know how bad it can get um we've all been in that seat where you're just wondering like what, what what are you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you're not even you're not in the map control, right? You're you're like you're two grids way over
0: there and not contributing to nothing, yeah. right?
1: You're just <laughs> just well, shows.
0: And, and you, you can tell we in chat right now we have a lot of the competitive players that are just coming on to see, you know, what what, what is that? Not a not biased chat. Not a biased chat. But Wakanda says, you know, what about garrisons? This is what I think is funny, is every competitive player knows that garrisons are important. But mm-hmm. what you wind up doing, and I think the more the new players, the new teams are gonna be involved in this, one of the hardest things is not to go back to that pub mentality. So they'll get six garrisons up in the first ten minutes of the match. And then as the match progresses further and further and further, before they know it, they're back down to two on the total map. And I think that's that, that maturity of hey, I'm still gonna be playing in pub games from, you know, uh six days a week, but that I can flip a switch and all of a sudden know that. The garrisons, I got to keep up. I'm going to be sacrificing a little bit of my fun for the team victory because, damn it, the bragging rights are just so much good. The the The
1: bragging rights are worth it. And I mean, I think everybody in the competitive scene gets that little bit of jitter that they don't get in the... Don't get in the pubs as often as is you just you're on edge you're 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 feeling feeling it coursing through your 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 arms and you, as you, every play you make is going to have this yep. consequence or this impact and i i get a lot more amped for the competitive scene because it's it's yeah. something to be said when you got 50 people that know what they're doing versus 50 other people that know what they're doing and it's just you- a fun fun match
0: I think you're also going to see a little bit of difference between ke- team compositions. You're not, you know, mm-hmm. the uh, tankers, C Dub. I mean, everything is about maximizing that individual player's impact uh, on the team. I don't think you're really going to see that many three man tanks. A lot of two man. Some teams, I think, might mm-hmm. even run one man tank. Where pub matches, it's like, oh my god, he's a solo tanker. Competitive, <laughs> they're going to be uh, yeah, using tanks differently.
1: We, we played a couple of matches against teams that ran the, you know, the three man squads, you know, and they just had multiple three mans, you know, rocking a lot more outposts. And the, there's so many different viable strategies that, you know, you'll yeah. see in the competitive match that you won't see in pub matches. um it, it's, it's crazy. The, the combinations and the coordination. That's why I love this game is because you play within the, the, this box, but you know, within that, you're looking to expand the edges and keep going out. Like it's, it's crazy. The opportunities you can do and kind of like, tweak through uh the known setups um it's just wild cw really get... the, go
2: ahead that's really the difference in approach of like comp play mm-hmm. is uh so like in a pub match and i i'm going to use tanking for example i am going to do whatever is like most effective for me right however i can do the best but in a comp game. Uh, I might have to make myself worse if it increases the overall team's effectiveness. And mm-hmm. it, uh, that kind of stuff like is, for me, what I think really makes the game interesting. Because um, uh, like, even just looking at tanks, um, I know some teams have like absolutely insane tankers. So they're going to do everything they can to make sure their tanks are as effective as possible. Where other teams might have very good infantry, um and just uh, you know might try to maximize that and there's just like so many different things you can do with it that I find super interesting.
0: So that's that's a little bit of a what's kind of in the the, the macro environment. Mm-hmm. But I, I said this show is timely, and the reason why it was timely is because starting on January 23rd, the winter seasonal is coming. Winter is coming. Stay uh, frosty, boys. Stay, stay frosty. frosty. It's both, coming But me here, yeah, there it is. Uh, that was that was our, our subtitle for this show. Uh, but Maury, who does our post-production, uh, also put together a little a little trailer, a little teaser uh, for this. This is world
1: premiere for the uh, HLL seasonal. Get ready.
0: So, yeah, so let's go ahead and take a look uh, and get a little hype specifically for the tournament that's about to begin with Maury's video here. uh if that doesn't get your blood uh pumping 800 players fighting for one title uh, I don't know what will. Uh, thank, thank you, Maury, for that. Obviously, that's going to be going out on YouTube. Uh, I'm hype. I'm still. hype as fuck right now. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. He did a really good
1: video, uh, man. That that's just got me going. I think this will be amazing. I yeah. and that, let alone the video content, but the memes that come out of HL uh, seasonals, uh, it's
0: they're top notch. So <laughs> I'm excited all the way around, man. This will be good. You don't see it on the screen, but you might be able to hear it here shortly. Uh, <laughs> right above C Dub. There's a guest oh, that's been in uh, stalking us in Discord oh, here. Uh, well, uh guest number two. Go on, well, welcome introduce yourself. to yeah. Mr. Heidegger.
3: Yes. Hello. Yeah. Uh Hello,
0: no, no only only sweet, sweet sounds the Heidi tonight. Uh no mm-hmm. uh, no Mike. But uh, uh, Heidi, we, we brought you in here because uh I think this is uh this is your baby, correct?
3: Uh absolutely, yes well, it's mine and w t h and the whole communities of course
1: good okay. so can can you break down the brain like what was the thought process and its development and like what what makes this set apart from other competitive match matches
3: well the The thing is it started because uh well in the competitive history, sidodo mentioned the winter tournament, and after that there was uh, some league that didn't really pan out for multiple reasons uh one of the reasons being that, in my opinion, at least, the league formats don't really suit Halit loose. Uh, since it's a 50 versus 50. It's still early access game, which uh, is is changing all the time, and the teams themselves change. People stop playing, new people play, etc. Like uh, uh, a long time frame, basically, didn't make sense to me. There's also the problem of the the point system right that you need to have a um, in league you can have two sides playing right but uh, in our system since we needed uh, people that to to win we needed to just make a double elimination bracket so that's like kind of the how it was created is yeah, to have a short short time period where all the teams can compete and if you lose you're out you just play two games and then you're out and it's okay yeah you don't have to play forever league yeah go
0: ahead Yeah, we're gonna be looking at the brackets here uh kind of at the higher level uh what rules are there specific to the winter seasonal if any
3: Oh, that's uh, also another thing uh, that's interesting to me in the competitive games. It's that it's exactly the same as the public games, right? We don't have any specific rules, like, oh, you just have to hold in that specific sector or like, invent some overlay of holes. It's exactly the same. It's the 50 versus 50 complete uh, complete game. There's no holes. Yeah, there's no, s-
1: no spawn
0: camping or
3: anything.
0: No, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. The, the only nothing. rule is
3: there don't are goop. no rules. Yeah. Noob.
0: Yeah, the, i think bill put on you know he did the uh the fight club the first rule of winter seasonal is you don't talk about <laughs> no no is we're talking about yeah. winter seasonal it's 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 the, the hype is real
3: so of course there's the like usual you're not allowed to to cheat you're not allowed uh, to use yeah. macros etc like just simple rules like this we have also some other like meta rules i would say like the teams have to submit player lists uh, there is uh, a ban phase, which I think we're going to talk about, yeah. which is not per se a rule, mm-hmm. but how the games are created.
0: Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and go to that ban phase the latest yeah. right to it. So uh, what I have presented up here on the screen is actually uh, two teams, uh, WTH and Tango. Uh, you want to explain to us what's going on with this here,
3: c yes. So just if I can explain first the <laughs> the idea behind it, just because we know that Hell It Lose is not a completely balanced game, and some maps will be very favoured towards one side or the other. And we felt that creating a system where you can basically showcase already your, your skill level and your understanding of uh, the balance of the game and what map you should play and what map you shouldn't, and also like a way to show your playstyle as a team if you want specific maps, like open or not, uh, forest or not, etc. But yep. yeah. can explain so see, it I don't I see better.
1: Karen Tan.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, it was banned by the team representatives because it's just for performance issues. Because for mm-hmm. a lot of people, it just still is uh, slideshow gaming. So we removed it.
0: Not there yet. Yeah. So, C Dub, in, in, in a uh, in a soundbite, what's going on here that we see on the screen? The pick ban.
2: Um, so basically, uh, what's happening is, uh, one side will ban, uh, map inside. So like WTH starts, they don't want to play as Axis on Utah beach, which also means Tango can't play allies on Utah Beach, right? And both sides uh, kind of goes through banning a map inside until there's one combination left, and that's what they play. Um, in this specific example, um, WTH ends up with uh, St. Marie-Dumont allies versus uh, Tango on Axis. Um, and there's, uh, there's like a lot of really cool strategy with this that uh, Heidegger kind of added, right? Um, uh, you know, if, uh, let's say, we practice Purple Heart lane a ton, right? And we got this whole map... Like, scout it out. We know exactly where everything and like how to play it. Um, Maybe we don't ban that, uh, you know, because other teams might expect we ban it and. Yeah, there's like a lot of different cool stuff kind of like uh heidi mentioned uh yep. express your you it, it, can yeah it's your it's
1: you'd say it's almost like a game of chess between uh the community reps that are doing this pick band phase because you you want your best interest put forward for your, your your what you know your team is good at um and you kind of have to challenge the other side making those picks and those bands to ultimately get something comfortable uh but you know you might not get your your first choice right but what's yeah, your and second I'm, third and I,
0: I think there's already been a f- few team reps that have gone back and like, we got this over the first round. Like, Why? <laughs> Why did we wind up with that? You know, so. Oh,
1: <laughs> no more Hurricane, please. Oh uh, yeah,
0: Hurricane, I think is just. SME's I, I, new Hurricane. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? So SME's so this is, new Hurricane. So we got. See, a, if I can just add two, two
3: things so like. Uh... Mm-hmm. Well, while this is uh, specific for this tournament, it's clearly inspired from all the other games or so the big band uh, CS:GO. I mean, even yeah. Dota and stuff. All these have big band phases, and I felt it's interesting to put that in hell it Loose. And also, you can see just under like the um, all the maps inside. You can see conflict winner, server, and first band. That's because since it's a international tournament, we a uh, uh, ping can play can play a part right so there's an in- initial just random number generator uh, just a coin flip and the team that wins can either pick to ban first or to play on their region if there is a region difference I think so it's like very, you can uh, yeah that's you can a very also fair rule. Yeah.
0: yeah very important to bring up because now we talked about the teams uh you know let's let's go ahead and actually show uh the teams <laughs> that we have here up on the screen right now quite a few quite a few you see 16 yes. teams uh, up here uh, about six of them are in North America. Uh, the Europeans are making a very good presence known. Uh, some of these teams you'll see, t- in order to field a fifty-man roster, uh, are actually combinations of multiple teams. Uh, uh, NADL uh, from our uh, Germans are actually four teams put together. Um, larger communities like WTH, uh, 82nd Airborne, uh, UFR out of France. I love uh, we, we fought with them uh, on the Christmas Invitational. Uh, really mm-hmm. good to see them on Just the. Just uh, a uh, heads
2: uh, up on UFR quick. Go ahead. Uh, UFR is an alliance of multiple French clans that okay. uh, have played comp together for a long time. Yep.
0: Uh, here on the screen, you know, we we kind of put the put the scale kind of the graphic. Uh, you know where they're from, uh, what they view their strengths are. Uh, these are self uh, put strengths. I like these Exodus. are self reports. <laughs> yeah, self reports, <laughs> self assessments. You know, everybody's favorite yes. uh, type of thing. uh Exodus. I, I love. I love some of these reading here. I'm not going to read through all of them. Exodus adaptability which i think if you know if a patch comes out i don't think the r- the risk of this is pretty low but if a change comes out midstream on this tournament you got to react to it the tournament's not taking a break you got to go with that so th- that'll be interesting uh you know cfr i think cw said this uh their armor their armor is one some of the best in the game and some of these maps uh you know when you go cfr or, or you might want to specifically choose herkin uh just to try to take some of their armor out of play uh what's some of these. I, other things I that? gotta
2: give a shout out to Whiskey there. He's uh like kind of their leader of their armor and he's an absolute insane tanker. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh what's some well, of the things that
3: st- did you stand have there? a PBS image for Exodus? That's interesting.
0: Uh that might be Jungo Jungo Jungo. Uh we'll we'll uh we'll we'll hit we'll hit him up. Uh did not notice that till live, but thank you, Heidi, for pointing that out. With that I said think I missed it too. <laughs> oh the the memes are already happening so uh apologies to everybody in exodus uh, let's let's go ahead and get to you know you Heidi, uh, brought up the uh brackets here um uh-huh. so this is it's a double elimination bracket uh-huh. uh we're not gonna go through all the first matchups uh digi uh what's let's let's go ahead and, and digi and c-dub let's highlight two matchups coming this week that we think this is week
1: it, it's and it's coming quick and we've got a couple couple good matches to start i gotta first call out the okay versus power bits match um you know power bits uh break them down they're one of the first teams to play in a 50 v 50 match um and they have a long line of successful history in hll and there's an hll tab but uh yeah pbs they don't post their losses in uh one of the information we had but uh, OK, they are the full name and i'm gonna butcher this but please forgive me um full name is officer saka ceno <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
0: I, I did the i did the pause statistics. i mean the breakdown
1: yeah it, it's it's officer's mess in english so that is where i'm more suited to let's <laughs> stick with the english but it's the officer's mess um yeah they were winners of the winter tournament um 50v50 tournament that ran in december last year so yeah. i they're really powerful uh, strong team i think that'll be a really good match to watch up uh you know try and find streamers out for that game um the other match i would definitely catch is the exodus PHX and alliance match so exodus they were formed in july 2020 and uh, some of veterans of the hl competitive scene like they've been in and out of the competitive scene for a long time now um they're currently undefeated in the 50 v 50 competitive play that they've uh, taken I- part of
3: i would like oh. just to add that just oh, tonight yeah. sadly for them just tonight they just lost to, to lost squad so they just not, lost oh yes. so i got old notes i got, old
1: notes. <laughs> I got <laughs> old notes yeah I'm yes. re- i got notes in front of me for this so yeah no i yeah. guess they they've taken the first <laughs> l but still a very strong team they've been around <laughs> got really good shooters um arguably some of the best players for like artillery squad leading shooters and armor um in the phoenix and 116 p pzd Windhund Windhund.
0: You're worse than me, man.
1: I'm here for for the humor. I'll be here all week. But 116 took third in the German League in the previous season, and Phoenix got a really good match history. Together, I think they're a really strong group, and they're uh, competing with anyone in this whole bracket. So uh, those are my two picks for the first matchups this first week. Um, It's the uh, Exodus-PHX and Alliance match and the OK versus Power Bits match. I think those are two you don't want to miss. they would be really good. Good games to play. So I can see quickly.
3: Like, oh, sorry, no, no. Uh, Well, about the teams that, like, I'm super excited because we basically have all the top competitive teams. Uh, It's really insane uh, roster to have. Like in previous seasonal, we had eight, and we were missing some of the top teams, like PBS. Like, uh, well, Exodus didn't exist yet, but and we were missing some, some, and OK wasn't there either. And now, like, we have a really very, very strong competitive side. So it's. It's great to see. And if I can just explain also, maybe some people don't know this type of bracket, like the fact that it's double elimination. Uh You can see that under the first round, there's all the losers of basically the first round, which will end up there and play together. And if you lose that game, you're out of the tournament, except for placement matches that will happen. Uh, and you will meet in the second round, the people that lose the, the winners of the first game that lost the second round meet the losers that won the loser round one, basically. Yep. And as you can see, it's reversed. So like the top side of the bracket will meet uh, the bottom side of the bracket. So you're not, you know, isolated. You're you're not down and
1: out after the first uh, loss. And that's, you know, again, you got a second chance. Uh, Did CW, you want to break down the seeding and how that seeding was distributed across these teams?
2: Yeah, so uh, basically the top six, eight or so um, were seeded based on the fall seasonal. Mm -hmm. Um, So based on the results from there. And then uh, Heidegger... uh, you, um, we're looking at like past success and stuff in comp matches to see their oh yeah, so sixteen.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's basically one to six, right? I mean- with WTH1, of course, because they won last seasonally. If course. anyone forgot, just I saying. Mean, yeah, yeah just, just <laughs> like that yeah, out I there. If anyone forgot, just saying. And then I put, like, uh, OK, bits, and Exodus uh, at the top because I know they are excellent teams and they will perform. And basically, for the end, I randomized the, the six last pretty much because I'm not aware, like, of their level or what's their experience. So it's pretty much random for the bottom, but the, not for the top.
1: And 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 honestly, I think that's going to lead to a lot of good match play on on unexpected. You you know, they might look like an underdog here, but honestly, we could see some teams come up, you know, lower seeds, uh, taking on top seeds. Um, Just the unknown variable is going to be high in in this this whole seasonal.
0: So let's go ahead and scratch that itch a little bit. Let's scratch it, because obviously, as as Heidi (laughs) Heidi said here, uh, we're pretty biased. Uh, Everybody that you sees lovely, shiny faces on the screen. uh, We're biased. We're all uh, in the hell at least training camp training camp's gonna win it but i yeah, mean if we know.
1: don't well, who would be your next pick dub? if 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 not training camp who do you think is going to be the next top team to watch
2: um i i think uh I, I can't like pick one because uh it uh there's like so many factors that go into it but uh i think uh Top top like three like uh, WTH OK and Exodus like in any order. Um, uh-huh. I I played with or against uh, like many of them and they're just like uh, insane players.
0: Yeah, I I was I was actually gonna agree with that, but with the this is why I love having a live show. Uh, breaking news: Lost a Squad beating WTH uh, is it, you know uh, beating
3: Exodus. Oh, no, I was beating no, Exodus.
0: No. Sorry, beating <laughs> Exodus. Does that? Oh, sorry. May, eh, a there. <laughs>
3: you know, hey, uh, Heidi, we, we got about
0: seven minutes left on the show. If you want to just sp- go ahead, go ahead. spend the rest of it, just talking about WTH. Uh, no, anyway, uh, but th- that's going to be interesting. And I think this is really what I love. And I, I talked about this on the Christmas episode, talking about who's going to be the communities coming up that we don't have established as, you know, they're high performing law squad. Uh, I mean, for me, uh, I-, I like to see where, you know, Phoenix uh, comes up uh Mm -hmm. on it i think that that's kind of maybe a little underdog yeah i think that's maybe an underdog that we're going to be uh seeing up there uh heidi is there uh any underdogs that you're kind of paying a close attention to
3: i believe in my frenchies
0: believe in my frenchies (laughs) yes Yes.
1: (laughs) so far
3: so far we will wreck everything speaking french the whole time
2: Uh, uh see, see I also them? want to shout out uh Spit. They're allied with KRT. KRT is like a smaller group of very good players. And uh Spit, uh, speaking in tongues, is actually like four time world champs in squad. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. uh oh, yes, yeah. it's a different game, but uh still like gotta shoot shooting, team shooting team translates, team. man. Yeah.
1: Shooting translates again. F- all you need to know this is W Mouse One, baby. That's what this game's
0: about. And Garrisons and Bill Garrison. Garrison's Garrison's all right so uh, that I, I think that's the, the winner tournament going forward uh, in each of the show we're going to be kind of taking a little cut to our sports center c-dub uh you got a more uh open invite to come back as we see how the last meet, weeks meet uh matches uh finished up what going forward m- uh, people moving up people moving down uh, I'm really looking forward to this uh part of the show um let's also if you weren't able to get into uh mm-hmm. this seasonal Uh, what do
1: you need to do to get involved Uh, and that's you know as a player you can either join a clan like if you're just jumping in here welcome to hell let's talk um you know if if you're not part of the competitive scene currently but want to be but as a player first thing i would do is look for a clan look for a community there's tons as CW pointed (laughs) out there's 75 there's there's a lot in and around this game Um, The other option you could do is look for those squad line battles. The 23rd and the 3rd uh, PZ are great opportunities to get involved with these communities. Um, Alternatively, as a team leader, if you've got a, a group of guys that you play with regularly, I would reach out to different communities i mean it, it really uh, this game is so open to the community play that uh, there's so many points of contact i mean Sita would be a great reference if you if you're interested and he can give you the list of names to look through and uh yeah like what well, we're going to be putting that in the show notes for yourself to look through but uh, again the seasonal this is this is just going to be an ongoing thing so there will be more and more seasonals to come and uh you know looking to expand right heidegger
3: <laughs> so of course well, 16 teams is honestly a very good number, but we can always do more.
0: <laughs> 32. March Madness. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> It'll go the full month. Yeah. uh c dub, I think, uh, you know, uh, did you mention reach out to those teams? Uh, the list that you referenced earlier in the show, uh, you're doing a service uh, for the entire community by keeping those point of contacts up and running. Uh, that's going to be available if you don't, in the show notes, if you're a community leader, if you're looking for that, literally, that's a great simple resource uh to be involved so uh Dub, heidi uh we appreciate you guys coming on the show uh thanks guys much appreciated yeah, it's it's great looking forward it's to great. it thank you for oh, having me all right digi so uh we we it's end our every, favorite every, favorite part <laughs> we end every show and i, I you know I, I, literally i love the youtube comments uh that come mm-hmm. on there i tell you yeah. digi and i look at every single one uh and i this is i forgot who said it it's cringeworthy and part of me with my dad jokes just love the cringeworthiness. So uh, we, we were searching for content. We, we go through, we find some heroes, we find some zeros. Uh, this show's hero uh, actually brought to uh, Von Luck uh, out of there uh, is... H-A-F-T, uh,
1: man. Those Aussies, they know how to fight and they know how to tank. Um, let's yeah. play the hero clip. Yeah, so what,
0: what you have here, we're kind of catching up halfway through this. Uh, you are inside <laughs> an M8 Greyhound right now as he comes against go, a tiger and uh, through a series of uh, events uh, um, this little greyhound winds up taking down <laughs> this tiger uh, nice. and at the end there's a shriek uh, joys uh, you know a lot of our heroes before have just On been market, something great for the community but this was just a highlight we had to show uh, very easily <laughs> earning the hero of the show you can see about- here them having fun right now I'm not exactly sure about that (laughs) laugh. Uh, yeah. (laughs) But you know they're having a great time in it, and uh, they wind up getting the victory. Uh, so for this, uh, you go ahead and get our uh, hero of the week, uh, Von Luck. Uh, congratulations on getting a kill. You'll remember, uh, for a while. And I, I I feel like I don't want to take it out. Let's let's go ahead and finish up the video. We'll give him the full minute here. He think, is I the
1: think... hero he is the hero of the show, so dun dun dun. Okay, I right. think Ow. he can <laughs> we'll
0: give, it, we'll give <laughs> See the a video up. here. There it is, there it is. He's just he
1: oh toying god. with oh his his, uh, his dinner oh here. God. Um, you know, uh, honestly, Von Luck, great guy, great community there at HFKT. Um great guys. Yep.
0: So uh let then if we got our heroes, we gotta have our zero. Digi uh, you messaged me a while back ago and you're like, this is it. This is the zero. Oh my um,
1: god. Yeah, no, I had <laughs> I had some serious serious horror when i was reading this reddit post uh you know it's it's how to game the system and uh, you know get to level 500 right and and i just i just honestly thought of every homebody with chips on his chest and, and you know it just just needed a shower after two weeks like this is that person right it's how to game the system and uh here's here's the strategy to get the most experience uh optimized right yeah. uh, and he laid it out cleanly and you know you go into there and on but it really just gave me flashbacks to the south park episode where you know he who has no life um <laughs> this guy this guy did the full breakdown on how to maximize his xp by you know basically staying in the server and doing this and that oh, yeah. technique and it got downvoted to oblivion but i caught it before it ultimately <laughs> got sucked into the void and I, I just had a good chuckle and laugh that there's people out there that you know they you know like what i don't know like what are you trying to gain you know if you're not going to play the game then i don't see the point of, you know playing the game right it's yeah. it's i guess everybody's entitled to their own style but uh yeah just sitting there yeah. and trying to work on points and what, the, cliff, like
0: the cliff notes version, is he's, saying the, he's saying the game's uh broken and what i got put yeah. it up on the screen is i mean it was like a two-page post uh and i just took some of the highlights here game's broken because i can go into offense mode get a bunch of manpower nodes and continue continuously stay in overtime to where I'll just mm-hmm. consume manpower and, uh, and frankly, and then I'll just drive around in a truck and he puts out these time hacks like one, five, six hours, 12 hours, a hundred hours. I mean, at what point, yeah, like if you play the game for a hundred hours driving a truck, okay, then what, like what's the <laughs> end state? Like now I can actually play the game. And you brought up the air cart, I know, at Digi, I, I, the, the cowbell, we missed it last week. Uh, I, I You know, the shame. I don't, is it is it available?
1: It is not. It is, it not, is not within man. my peripheral. No, I had to put that down. I had to get a new bell in there.
0: Well, <laughs> I think you, I shook you, it a little hard last time. You
1: brought but, up the- uh, you know, it's a big shame moment where I think, honestly, if you're going to go to that point, you're just shouldn't be playing the game. Yeah. And you but, brought up uh, the- you brought the Eric Cartman. And
0: I, I was going to yes. say, this: this is a if we're going to give an Eric Cartman award and want to know why it's an Eric Cartman award, it's this one scene right here. Do you know how many we would have to kill to get up 30 levels? Yes.
3: 65,340,285.
0: Which should take us seven weeks, five days, 13 hours, and 20 minutes, giving ourselves three hours a night to sleep. <laughs> what do you say, guys? You can, just, you can just hang outside in the sun all day, tossing a ball around.
3: <laughs> oh god uh, i
0: mean it's just it's just great right there uh so for that uh nameless individual if we lost you as a viewer of our show if we lost you as a member of I our don't community, care we don't, I care. don't care sorry sorry we don't care uh you know, so I,
1: thanks for doing the research but uh yeah no i think you're you're in, you're on your own in that department it's yeah. not not what we're here to do. <laughs> uh,
0: how, how do you kill that which has no life? One how do greatest, you kill that
1: which has no life?
0: <laughs> greatest. One of the greatest episodes there was. Uh, uh Anyway, speaking of wrapping up episodes, uh, we're getting to the end of uh, episode three of Hill. Let's Talk. Uh, did you uh, any final closing thoughts uh, about what we talked about? What's coming forward? You know, it's just a lot to
1: come back uh, to. You know what we were saying in the beginning, like there's a lot that uh, got packed in these last couple of weeks. So we've got a lot more to talk about. It's good to be back. I, you know, I'm happy to be back on the show. See, you see your smug face. Uh, you you really buttoned it up well tonight. Um, but honestly, I think, uh, yeah, no, ultimately the community makes the game, um, to talk through the HLL seasonal, uh, was really good. And I just can't wait to play it. January 23rd, mark your calendar. It's gotta be good stay frosty it's
0: above you at this time where are we yeah. I,
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I always forget where where my head is on the show so <laughs> yeah i was
0: gonna say i go up. left and then i go right uh, before uh, so uh, i'll say this is the end of episode three and when we originally pitched this idea uh, i wrote the show notes for the pilot plus three episodes to get everybody on board uh by no means is this show just uh the production team you see here I want to tell anybody if you have an idea for this show, if you want to create some content, create a segment, uh, you got clips that you want us to highlight, if you want to submit a hero or a zero, uh, feel mm-hmm. free to reach out to uh, put a comment down the YouTube, cha- uh, YouTube channel, um, the video. Uh, we read them all. Uh, let us know. Uh, this is a show for the community, and I really appreciate how the community uh, has supported this. And uh, last thing I got to say stay frosty, and we'll see you at the winter seasonal. Take care.